Hey everyone, welcome to the Curious Girl Diaries podcast. I'm Layla London, aka The Curious Girl. Now, just to let you know, this podcast is not suitable for work. It's also not suitable for anybody under 18. But the rest of you consenting adults, let's get ready to talk about my sex life, sex in general, and everything in between in explicit, raunchy, fun detail. All right, here we go. And then I look back and I'm like, well, shit. (laughs) I remember that. Yep, that was fucked up. I definitely crossed paths with a lot of stinkers in the beginning. I guess the thing about me then was I was just ignorance on fire. Oddly enough, she and I connected. She filled in the blanks for me. And it was completely random how that happened. It was really random. This guy's got bad luck. I'd be shocked if he's still married at this point. Oh my gosh, this guy's too good to be true. And it turns out he was, because it wasn't true, none of it. I let this guy get me in a situation that just could have been potentially dangerous. This has just been such a fascinating journey, I have to tell you guys. Oh, and documenting it, holy shit, best thing I've ever done. And then, on top of it, just like I said, just to add to the misery, here's an STD on top of that shit Sunday right there. How's that feel? Oh... God, horrible. Hey everyone, welcome to the Curious Girl Diaries podcast. I am Layla. Happy Saturday, guys. I have a fun episode today. It's just me, but it's an interview with the past. Let's kind of consider it that. I have so many of you that write in about the early years and you have questions and A few of you have asked me, you know, given the sort of, I don't know, what do we want to call it, funk or just a dip (laughs) that I'm in, in my desire to want to like pursue people over, over dating apps. People will say, well, it was, you know, you were having so much fun in the beginning. Well, let me just tell you, I had dips in the very, very beginning too. And I would like to point out two of those episodes today. Now this First one is episode five. Okay. I'm including episode five and episode eight. Now I have 420, gosh, what this might be 427, this episode right here. So I have a lot of content, guys, and a lot of dates and a lot of dicks and penises and all that good stuff. It's all in there. But in the beginning, I guess I sort of forgot a little bit, a little bit. I did. I I too even sort of glamorized it. I felt like, oh, those were the good old years. And then I look back and I'm like, well, shit. (laughs) I remember that. Yep, that was fucked up. Yep, that was fucked up. So these are all from, I guess, year, yeah, year one. We're in 2017. So this is, so like I said, episode five and episode eight which, you know, the Curious Girl Diaries officially really kicked off in about September of 2016. But I didn't start podcasting until December was it, 19th of 2016. So I was doing my blog, you guys, if you haven't read my blog, you got to go read my blog. That's where the early stuff was happening. And I, I have it all on there. But yeah, 20. So 
you know, it hadn't even been a full year, I guess. So we're, we're at, you know, episode five and episode eight probably came out within six months of the start of all of this and maybe within three months of the start of the podcast. But yeah, I definitely crossed paths with a lot of stinkers in the beginning. I guess the thing about me then was I was just ignorance on fire and I just didn't know left from right, quite frankly, literally and figuratively. I didn't know about the swiping and I had to learn about that. And I just didn't know to expect the perils of online dating and how ruthless and dishonest, I guess is the best word, how just dishonest people can be. And I made some mistakes, quite a few, several biggies, big ones. But this first guy in number five, oh my goodness, guys, classic cheater, classic dingling. But the funny part is, I think he got his comeuppance. I don't want to spoil it, but here it comes. Here's uh, this is episode five, Stood Up in the Rain. Okay, so here's an interesting update. Uh, I got stood up. <laughs> You know, it's the first time it's happened. I have to say, I could smell it coming, but still, I was shocked. Like, really? You're standing me up? I don't believe it. Has the earth rotated off its its axis? What the fuck is going on? Anyway, this is a really interesting story. And this is, you know, it's it's a cautionary tale, too, because... You always have to be careful in the dating world how you treat people because you never, never know. So I'll start with the, with the facts. So I was supposed to meet this guy and, you know, I was excited. He was tall. Like I like him. I think like 6'3", firefighter, 6'3", six, 6'4", six, something like that. Firefighter. I think he was 37. Um, anyway, you know, we, we, we had exchanged a bunch of, you know, fun sexting and, you know, I'm all excited to meet him and we plan on having dinner. So it's, a. Uh, this was during some, this is about, a, I think about a week and a half ago when we were having some really bad storms. And so I drive into the city to meet with him. It's pouring rain, like buckets, like really, I mean, I'm going super slow on the highway because there's so much standing water. Anyway, so I head over there. You get, I get there. And as per usual in the city, parking is just fucked. So I'm kind of circling around. I'm like, oh my gosh, when, where, where am I going to find a parking spot? While I'm looking for a parking spot, I get a text from him because it's eight o'clock on the dot. He says, I'm going to be 45 minutes late. Right then and there, I was like, motherfucker, he's standing me up. So Against my better judgment, I thought, you know what? What I wanted to do at that moment was just send a text and say, you know what? I'm out of here. You're a thanks, but no thanks. Sorry that you're going to be that late, but I'm going to head home. But I didn't. I thought, okay, that's too bitchy. Even though I was 99.9% sure he wasn't coming. I thought, you know what? I will give him that one little fraction of a percent there. So I circle around, I find parking, which is blocks and blocks away. You know, I pop my umbrella. I'm trudging back to the, in the rain. I get to the restaurant. It's fucking closed. 
<laughs> so I'm like, okay, great. This night just gets better and better. I look over and Kitty Corner, there's a restaurant open. So I head in there. I text him. I say, hey, that one's closed. I'm going Kitty Corner. You know, I'm, meet me in there. I'll have a drink and wait for you. And I don't hear anything. So I go in there. I proceed to order a glass of champagne. I sit there and I'm watching some lovely Italian movie playing, you know, with English subtitles. And I'm sitting there and I'm just waiting, waiting, knowing, you know, that, okay, um, this is, you know, this is going to be exactly what I'm anticipating, but at 8.45 on the dot, I text him and I say, hey, you know, if you're not coming, I would really appreciate knowing, you know, and so he texts me back, sorry, can't make it with a little frowny face. (laughs) I'm like, check, please. (laughs) I get up, pop the umbrella, trudge back to the car, uh, drive back, um, call a good guy friend and tell him my woes and, um, at any rate, you know, I'm laughing about it in the car. I'm laughing about it because I'm, I'm almost in disbelief, like, that this guy fucking stood me up. Are you kidding me? I'm a sure fucking thing. This, I would have rocked his little world. <laughs> so anyway, um, then about an hour later, I get another text from him, you know, oh, so sorry. I, you know, blah, blah, blah. And then that goes, this texting, him texting me with me not responding. I, it goes on for about a week. There's just a few, te- you know, a handful of texts. One of them comes out. Oh, I'm, it was, I'm so sorry. I was drunk and I couldn't make, you know, I couldn't make it. Well, you, you know, that's a bunch of bullshit. Of course you weren't drunk. We were texting right up until the point where, you know, you were supposed to be there. There, there was more to the story. I don't know what it was at that point. I didn't know what it was, but you know, I knew that that was bullshit. Um, Good news. Strictly Anonymous podcast is looking for people to call into the show. So if you lead an interesting, naughty secret life that you want to talk about while remaining anonymous or not anonymous, if you're out and proud, that's cool too. Send me an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. That's strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. Or go to my website, strictlyanonymouspodcast.com and click on be on the show. So then uh, just the other day, so this is now some time passes. Oh, and then as, as, as things progress, you know, he's sending me texts and I figure just, just to be, de- you know, I'm not responding, not responding. Then finally I think, you know what, just to be decent, just tell him, you know, that very respectfully, you know, you can't make it up to me. And, um, that's that. So I, I, I send that message and, um, and, and that's that. Well, then, uh, just the other day, so this would be like fast forward about a week and a half, I get a message from a girl who says, hey, I, you know, my play partner and I would love to take a look at, you know, she puts his profile up there and she gives me his name. And, you know, we'd, we're we're interested in, you know, in meeting with you. <laughs> so I email her back and I say, hey. Uh, I know that guy, and apparently the two of you have similar taste. I already know who he is, and he did something very disrespectful, and I'm not interested in meeting with him. So she then proceeds to ask me, you know, sends me, just we were kind of emailing back and forth, and she, you know, 
reveals some information about him, come to find out he does not live in the city that he told me he lives in. He, he actually lives in a completely different state, <laughs> I guess, with his ex-wife and kids. I, I actually said, are you sure that's an ex-wife? Um, and, I, oh, and he owes her money. Uh, not the ex-wife, but this, this girl who, you know, reached out to me now, she is very nice. And I, you know, I, poor thing, you know, I just thought, oh gosh, you know, that's, I hope you have other, other interests, you know, because sounds like this, this, this one's kind of uh, a little iffy. And then she also tells me that I guess other girls, you know, have said the same thing about him. Now, I don't know. You know, this is all hearsay, and I'm certainly not trying to badmouth the guy. But I do find definitely I believe what she's telling me. So <laughs> it was quite funny. And as I end up talking with her more and more, I said, you know, what? You're, you're a super cool girl. We should go get a drink sometime. And then we should take a selfie and text it to him and say, hey, thinking about you. <laughs> So the point of this story is, well, two things. Don't stand me up. Otherwise, you're going to fucking burn in hell. Oh, and two, if, you know, karma comes back around, you just never know. I just found this so interesting. I mean, what are the odds that somebody else that he, you know, sleeps with would reach out to me and then... Give me the, give me this dish, you know, this full scoop on, on him. And then anyway, so, um, uh, anyway, I do hope she, she seems very lovely and beautiful girl. Ugh, you know, she, she can get a lot of guys, so I don't think she's going to have a problem, but, um, yeah, I hope, uh, you know, I hope she, uh, I hope she cuts him loose. Uh, I mean, if that's the best thing for her, you know, I would, I hope she does that, but, and I do hope we have a drink because she seemed really cool anyway. So that's, that's that, but you just never know, you know, it's very important when you're out there, you know, even if you're just, if you're just having sexual encounters with people, what any kind of encounter, you know, dating, whatever the context to be respectful, because you never know. I mean, this stuff gets out about you. And things come back around. I know, I mean, I know personally, there's times where I've obligated myself to meet with somebody that I really didn't want to. And I had, I was fairly certain that I wasn't going to feel the chemistry. But you know what? I gave my word and I do it anyway. My ass is there when I say it's going to be there. And, you know, I'm, I have a good attitude. I'm ready to chat. I'm respectful of people's time. The one thing that I have no tolerance for is people who are disrespectful of my time. It just doesn't fly. You will not get a second chance. You get one chance. If you blow it, that's it. And, you know, and, and unfortunately, um, people are flaky sometimes. So anyway, uh, I hope that as I go, as I move forward with this, I don't have more standups that would really, I don't know if my, how much more of that my ego can take, but, um, <laughs> it, uh, it certainly as the story unfolded became more and more and more interesting. So there you have it. Be good to the people that you're sleeping with. Be good to the people that you're, you know, dating, meeting, and be respectful of their time. And if you can't make it, 
let them know ahead of time because they've probably moved their day around to accommodate meeting with you no matter what time it was. You know, they had to make that happen. So um, do your do your best to be considerate of others. All right, guys. So <laughs> what did you think of that? What are the odds? I'm just telling you, the online dating community is smaller than you think. And oddly enough, she and I connected. She filled in the blanks for me. And it was completely random how that happened. It was really random. This guy's got bad luck. I'd be shocked if he's still married at this point, because clearly he was. I mean, the guy was a fucking just, and who, who even knows if that's true about, I mean, any of that stuff, you don't know that any of what he said was true, but anyhow, he did have good pictures. I mean, like really hot pictures. So I, uh, yeah, I was definitely, uh, hooked when I saw the pictures and talked to him on the phone. I was just like, Oh my gosh, this guy's too good to be true. And it turns out he was because it wasn't true. None of it, but it was just very funny the way it ended. And I know, you know, that girl just got after him. I mean, she, yeah, she had her hooks in him and she, that was her little prize. And this is the funny thing. I always laugh about when women, you know, fight over a shitty man you're fighting over the booby prize. Like I'm not going to fight for somebody else's boyfriend or husband. You know, I'm going to be like, man, that, yeah, <laughs> I don't want to be in her shoes. Thank God. I dodged a bullet. I mean, seriously. Anyway. All right, guys. Well, here's the next episode. This is episode eight. This one I refer to all the time. It's a favorite of mine. Ugly fucking. This episode, I was so embarrassed to do, honestly. I was really, oh my gosh. I was so, mm, I think I had a lot of, yeah, shame, I guess is a good word. I don't know how else to put it, but I was, you know, I want to say embarrassed, but that's not really quite it. I was I was disappointed in myself. I was ashamed of myself because like, I felt like I had, I used such poor judgment, which is not, I don't feel that I usually do that. And, you know, I let this guy get me in a situation that just could have been potentially dangerous. As it turns out, you guys, (laughs) it wasn't, thank goodness, right? But it was one of those things you came away from, you're like, whoa. And I remember talking to a friend of mine about it and he said, you should do that episode. I was just like, oh, I just don't know. Cause that's not what my show's about. And I guess I didn't want to convey anything other than fun and good times. And it's ridiculous. It's not the real world. And that's just not the way things are. So obviously I felt it was best to put it out there, but it was one of those episodes that, you know, I think I've mentioned previously, there's only been a few episodes over the years where I felt like, Oh God, I want to pull that down. Like I'm, a, I don't want no, you know, or I just, you want to hit the, you want to hit the delete button after you publish it. This was one of them. There's three to date. This one, the one I did when my mom passed away 
And then the one I did just recently, which was, uh, gosh, the previous Saturday, was it? This is two, what is this? What episode are we in here? Two, two, no, 200, Jesus, 427. So maybe it was 425. It was the one I did where I was just talking about men and what I've learned about men over all this time. I've learned so much. This has just been such a fascinating journey. I have to tell you guys. Oh, and documenting it. Holy shit. Best thing I've ever done. Okay. But let's go back to the episode at hand. This episode here. Yeah. This taught me a lot about safety and trusting my intuition and paying a little bit more attention. I'm unfortunately one of those people that just, yeah, I mean, I'm, I believe I'm super smart when it comes to business and problem solving, but probably one of my weaknesses or, you know, not, I don't want to say a weakness, but it's something that can make me vulnerable is that I give people the benefit of doubt. I mean, I just do like upfront, you have my trust until you break it. It's always unfortunate when people break it and it does happen, but I'm pretty trusting. And so that's why this guy got me into this scenario. And I even thought about, I look back on it and just go like, how could I have done that better? Like, what if this guy was, had really bad intentions, you know? And so this episode, it hits me hard because I'm embarrassed and I don't, it shows me just making bad decisions. And of course, nobody wants to have people say that happened, even though we all do, we all make bad decisions at some point. This is one of them. I hope it's educational. Here we go. All right. So I'm calling this one ugly fucking. Now, some of you might already know what that is. I did not. It was actually brought to my attention as I was telling a story about something I did that I was, I was pissed at myself about doing. And a good friend of mine said, oh, it's like the gays call it. You're ugly fucking. And I'm like, what? What the fuck is that? And he said, it's when you meet somebody and they want to have sex with you. And you're just thinking, okay, this is just because you're not as attracted to them as they are to you. And you're thinking, oh, this is going to all, this is just all going to be about me. It's all about me. So here's how I unwillingly ended up ugly fucking. And I'll tell you what, I will not do it again, but I kind of broke a rule. I broke a rule that I have for myself. I'm outing myself. Yes, I did. I'm a little pissed about it. Hopefully I won't. Well, not hopefully. No, I will not do that again. But what I did was instead of, you have a steadfast rule. I like to meet people first, talk on the phone, hear their voice. Um, you know, get to know them a little bit about like, who the fuck are you? Right. If I'm going to fuck you, who the fuck are you? (laughs) Well, so I broke that rule. And you know, the problem is as much as I try to get away from it, you can call it a girl thing, whatever. I cannot just do a bunch of random hookups. You know, if I wanted random hookups, I just go to a bar and pick up some guy and fuck him and be done with it. I am looking for friends with benefits. I have managed to source a few, but it's really interesting how hard that is to find. But back to the ugly fucking. So what I did was I 
didn't, I broke my rule and I met this guy in a hotel without having first A, talked to him and B, met him face to face. Big mistake. So the door opens. First of all, the room was down way on the end of the like last room on death, the end of the hallway. I'm like, Jesus Christ, if this guy's fucking Jack the Ripper, no one's going to hear me. Anyway, he opens the door and a couple things. He's definitely older than he said he was. I fucking hate that. Why the fuck are people lying about their age? Don't lie about your fucking age. Doesn't make sense. I'm going to see when I get there that you're older. Guys do this all the time. It's really shocking to me. I don't know why. I really don't. You know, I think maybe because they're thinking they can still have a chance to snag a 29-year-old female. And, you know, that may or may not be the case. I don't know. But certainly, uh, you know, being honest about your age is probably going to put you in a better spot. Because I'm sure there's women, younger females that are looking for that. At any rate... I do not lie about my age. I'm not going to start. And I, I never have. And I don't feel self-conscious about my age. I'm like, I doesn't bother me at all. I feel like, hey, I'm keeping it. I'm holding it down for this, for this age. I feel good. I think I look good. I, you know, I don't know. I don't know what someone my age is supposed to look like, but I'm, I'm having fun. So anyway, I open the door. And I'm just like, oh, snap. This guy's older than he said he was. And I even re-asked him later on in, in our, when we were taking a break, uh, in between, in, you know, post-orgasm break. <clears throat> he said he was 37. There's no fucking way he's 37. I look so much younger than him, <laughs> I, I think. I'm like. No, I mean, no, 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 no. And anyway, so that there was that. And then, um, I'm really good at like, if, if I'm looking at you and I ask you a question and you lie directly to me, I can see, I can hear the lie. I don't know how to explain it. I don't, I can hear you lying to me. I can, I'm pretty good with it on the phone too, but but very good in person. And, you know, my thing is, I don't want to sleep with married guys. He, I looked at him and I, I looked at him and I said, now, you're not married, are you? Because he was saying he had a three and a five-year-old. I'm like, all right, that sounds like you're still married. But, and he's telling me how him and his wife are really good friends and they you know, oh, it's like they're it's like they're still married and they go out to dinner all the time. I'm like, oh my God, he's still fucking married. And then so one other thing. Oh, he did tell me he was a doctor. And so I happen to have a background in that stuff. So I sort of was asking him about that. And, you know, he he I don't doubt he works in a hospital. I'm not sure he's a doctor judging by his old ass iPhone. And I do mean old. I think I had that iPhone. That's probably like the first one, not kidding. Or the second one. It's the old, old little black one. And I'm like, 
No, no. Doctors and hospitals don't have old ass iPhones. I know this. So anyway, I don't know. I could be way off, but so I did end up, I guess, you know, basically ugly fucking him because when I got in there and he started, you know, the minute I walked through the door, he just boom, started kissing me. And, you know, and, and damn it. I mean, I just, I was like, okay, just fucking do it. I was pit, you know, and then I'm like, you know what this, and I was thinking to myself, I'm just going to get mine. I'm going to fucking get mine a couple times. And then I'm not looking back. This won't happen again. (laughs) And I'm literally thinking this anyway, we do, you know, I do, I, I come twice. That's great. Um, and, and he was to his credit, he was very good, generous, you know, I mean, not a bad lover, but just, I, I, if I would have met him, I would have said no. And that's, that's the difference. So I won't be ugly fucking anymore. Although that's, I don't know if it's, if it's really ugly fucking, because I believe that ugly fucking in the context it was presented to me was more of a premeditated act, but no, I won't be doing that again. And that's just a lesson to me. I'm glad I learned it. This is why I have rules and, you know, and, and I should be sticking to them. And for the most part I do. And the first time I didn't, I was just like, Oh shit, this is wrong. It's so wrong. And I just don't want to fuck like I said, just fuck somebody to fuck them. I mean, I don't, I don't need to do that. I, I, I don't want to. So anyway, <clears throat> no more ugly fucking. I will make everybody meet me, talk to me on the phone first. And I mean, at least, you know, go out to dinner with them before you're going to hit the sheets because, you know, at least if you're there, you can go, Hey, you know, I don't know. Or maybe I need a safe word. That my friend was saying that get a safe word, you know, whatever it is, poodle. So when I, you know, when I go there, we've agreed that hey, if I use the word poodle in any way, shape, or form, or you use the word poodle in any way, shape, or form, it's it's not going to happen. We know that there's no chemistry. That the other person isn't feeling it. Fine, I would love that. I think that's going to be my new. That'll be my new. My new thing, the safe word is poodle. And if I say it when I first meet you or on the phone, it's just not happening. There's a couple guys I think I need to poodle, poodle word them. Give them the poodle right now. <laughs> they need to be poodled. I know. I can already tell, you know. Uh, they're not even getting past the, the texting on Keek. Which, by the way, I just got keek. And I'll tell you, I had to get it because my mother and my project manager got a few sexy text messages from me that they that were inappropriate and that they should not have gotten. Let me tell you something. Sending your mom some nasty shit via text is just about one of the most mortifying things you could possibly do. And then my mom says she's referencing some guy that she knows about that's that's a vanilla relationship. She's like, 
are you doing that with so-and-so? <laughs> anyway, I don't remember if I threw so, so-and-so under the bus and lied <laughs> and said yes. Actually, I spun it. I remember what I said. I spun it and just pulled some shit out of my ass and, you know, made it something else. But literally, yeah, no, I can see now I get it. I get it. I get it. Why people, everybody's on keek. I was like, no, I'm not on keek. I'm not going to do that. Oh, fuck. Yeah. I'm on that keek and I'm going to use the hell out of it. And this is great because you know what? I'm not going to have any dick pics and shit popping up on my phone when I'm around people. I mean, this is not good when I'm around the vanilla life. I don't want that stuff popping up. So I finally decided to practice operational safety as Titanic used to call it. Thank you, Titanic. I see your point now. Yes, indeed. There's a, I acknowledge that to you (laughs) and I am on keek. So there you go. And I'll give like bonus points to anybody that doesn't know me that can find me on keek. That would be, I'd be impressed with that. All right, guys. Okay, so I almost said this before it started, but I was holding off. Like the the cherry on this shit Sunday was this guy ended up giving me an STD. <laughs> oh god, I couldn't get any worse. Seriously, I don't even know why I'm laughing about it. It's not funny, but fuck. I mean, I could. I mean, I I should be very thankful. Like. <laughs> I just really felt that this was a bad pattern. This, this pattern, the things that I did that got me into this scenario, I knew I never wanted to repeat. And then on top of it, just like I said, just to add to the misery, here's an STT on top of that shit Sunday right there. How's that feel? Oh God. Horrible. So yeah, not my best moment. I mean, I'm so lucky I took it in stride. That's, I was so mortified and I had to go to my doctor and and pretend it was from my boyfriend because you know, you're not going to admit right then and there what exactly it was that you were doing or the overall situation that has you in these predicaments where you could be having multiple partners or anything like that. You're like, you're going to omit that. It's just, oh shit. I got, must, my, my partner must be cheating on me. <laughs> oh gosh. Okay. So, yep. And I've, I've talked about the STD on the, on the show a couple of times. It's like, oh God, damn it. I was doing so well up until that point and that moment in my life. I was at zero none never happened and then this guy and i felt so dirty <laughs> anyway a prescription cleared that up and moved on with my life all right guys well thank you so much for spending this saturday with me i hope you enjoyed that little flashback into year 1 there's a lot more fun stuff about year 1 guys and i think that you only had like 44 episodes where and did it have 44 episodes? I don't know. It was crazy. Like literally sometimes I would release, there were 40, there might've been 44, but it wasn't consistent like it is now. You guys know 
Tuesdays, Saturdays, boom, there I am. I'm there for you. Back then, I was ridiculous. If you go back and look, it's like I could sometimes release three episodes in one day and then nothing for a month. (laughs) I didn't know what I was doing. There was no rhyme or reason to it. There was zero thought about where I was going with this or what I was doing. And I guess there's a part of me that, that sort of misses that. I miss that moment, that, that freeness, that fun, you know, that no intro, no outro, no edits, nothing. It was just record and publish. And I didn't give a shit. I missed that sense of freedom a little bit. I won't lie. It was fun. So guys, if you really want to hear me just really, really raw and with zero editing, all of my filler words, and I'm the queen of filler words. You don't know it now because I have a wonderful editor who takes all these out. But if you want to go back to the, you know, year one and year two, oh God, just be ready for some real raw, raw shit. All right, guys. Well, thank you so much for listening, joining me, spending part of your time with me. I appreciate it so much. I absolutely love it. And like I said, the start of this episode, I was really inspired by my listeners, you know, who ask these questions all the time. And I thought, you know what? It actually made me look and I thought, Hey, here's an episode. So I love your feedback always. It means so, so much to me. Please reach out to me. It encourages me. We can talk about anything that you want but I really do enjoy learning about you just as much as you like learning about me. And there's an easy way to do it. Just go to my website, leave me a voicemail, click on the pink tab on the right hand side. You have five minutes, let it rip. I get back to each and every one of you personally. I just went through a whole big old batch of voicemails. Everybody should be getting their returns. If you know, always check your spam filter guys, because I do respond to each and every one of you personally. If you did not get your message, there is a reason. It's because it was something happened. But I do get back to everybody that leaves me a voicemail. Guaranteed. Okay, guys. Thank you so much. Love you. Stay happy. Stay healthy. Stay safe. Bye. Thanks so much for listening. And if you like what you hear, refer me to a friend. And make sure you're following me on social media. Also, go to the website, thecuriousgirldiaries.com, and join my subscribers-only list for access to exclusive content. And as usual, questions or comments, you can always email me at curiousgirl at thecuriousgirldiaries.com. 